The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Influence. SEO week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how you can think about leveraging influencer marketing strategies to improve your SEO performance. Joining us for Influencer SEO Week is Joe Sinkowitz, who is the co-founder and CEO of IntelliFluence, which is a simple and powerful marketing platform that helps brands partner with key influencers to achieve better marketing results. So far this week, Joe and I have talked about how SEOs and influencers can work together. We talked yesterday about where and how to find influencers to boost your SEO performance. And today we're going to talk about how to manage the relationship with influencers to make sure that you're maximizing your impact towards SEO. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's the third installment of Influencer Marketing Week with Joe Sinkowitz from IntelliFluence. Joe, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. How are you doing, Ben? I'm still doing good, still sitting in the same chair and uh, excited to continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked about where to find influencers that can give you the links you need to boost your SEO strategy. Now I want to talk a little bit more about the how. How do you manage the relationships? We left off yesterday talking about the difference between working with the Kardashians of the world, the macro influencers, and having one person talk about your brand and spending all your budget for that relationship, or working with micro influencers and having potentially thousands of influencers talk about your brand. Talk to me about managing the relationships when you're working with a bunch of influencers. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, there's a big difference if you're dealing with 
like one or just a couple and they're very large versus a whole bunch. Because when there's just a few of them, chances are you're dealing with handlers. You're not going direct. There's a lot of different hoops you have to jump through. When it comes to micro at scale, the big differences that come into play are whether you're approaching them warm versus cold outreach. So if you're doing cold, a tool I like to use is Pitchbox. So let's say you like you have a list, maybe you sourced it internally or you purchased it from another company, and you're just you're plugging into the Pitchbox and you're just plugging through of what you're looking to do as your relationship. You have a pitch that you've kind of perfected over time. You have whatever follow-ups you need in place to try to get them on board to say yes. There's a whole process just for that. Once they've kind of agreed, then it's roughly the same. Then it's the same as like a, a warm outreach where they already want to work with you. You know, you're just dangling the carrot. You're saying, here's how much money and they see yes. At that point in time, you have to really make sure that the expectation's been set. I believe that not enough time is put into the pitch to be extremely clear and upfront. I, you know, if I'm doing this for SEO purposes, I might say, here, I'm looking for you to write a review on your blog. And like I tell them which blog. Here's an example of a post that you did that I thought was great. Here's an example on a post on someone else's domain that on a similar subject that wasn't so good. So I'm already setting expectations of do's and don'ts. Here's what I like. Here's what I'm hoping to get. Here's what I want to do. I want to ship you this product. I want you to take some time, review it, fall in love with it, fall in hate with it, whatever it is. I want your honest feedback because that's the only way that we're going to improve. I want you to write what that feedback is. I want you to connect with your audience on it. When I just want you to let you know when you're done, you're going to have the money. You obviously know that when I've committed my funds up front for my platform, that you're guaranteed that cash via our promise. When you're done, if you enjoyed the process, please go ahead and share it on your social platforms, whichever. Let me know if you do that because what I want to do is I want to go back through my business channels. I want to amplify it for you. I want to help you grow your audience the way that you're helping me grow mine. Something similar is that works really well. So the big thing that sticks out in my mind is you have the ability to say, okay, I'm going to pay you as an influencer to review my product and you might not say good things, but I still have to pay you. Yeah. Which is counterintuitive to trying to mark your business. How do you deal with that scenario? Yeah. So, I mean, there's always going to be outliers, right? There's always going to be the person where, you know, maybe you're paying something $500, $1,000, whatever it might be. You might be paying a lot of money to you and they just crap on the product. Well, so long as they give you the link, you got the link. But what's really cool about that, it's hard to see at the time. It's usually better later. I will put that in the list. I'll put it in an Excel list. I have my own little tracking of people that hated us, but we still worked with. I'll come back to them later and say, Hey, you know how you kind of trashed us on this review? We looked at your feedback. We sat down as a team. Here's the improvements we made based on what you said to us. I want to send you the updated version of what we did. And I want to get your fondest feedback again. 10 out of 10, you're going to get a much more glowing response. Because what they cared about was having their voice heard. Voices of search, well, it's voices of influencers there. They wanted to know that they were heard for their expertise. That's our next podcast, Joe. That's our next project. There you go. You knock it out of the park. I'll be your guest every year. I was going to say, you know who the host is? Oh, God, no. Joe Sankowitz. Oh, God. (laughs) You know what, brother? I've done these myself. I recognize how difficult it actually is to do it so consistently as you have over the years. 
But like just by looping back around, when you get that negative review, don't let it get to you. You could turn that into a positive over time. It's not easy, but you can absolutely do it. At the same time too, like you never really want to try to solicit five-star reviews. Let's pull back, ask them for an honest review, and chances are you're going to get fours and fives anyways. Ask for the five-star and you're going to get a lot of people that are reaching out to Amazon saying, this guy's you know, trying to give me money for a five-star review. So by being honest and actually respecting the feedback you get, it goes a lot further. Even when you have the outliers sometimes that trash you. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So there's dealing with the influencers that don't necessarily have a great response to your product. There's also the idea of managing all of the relationship and keeping everyone accountable. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about the implementation and relationship management portion of this. Well, for us, it's pretty easy. I can't speak for every single platform. But the way that we work is it's all multi-threaded within our system. So if I'm dealing with a 1,000 people at any given time and replies are coming in, they're going into the right campaigns at the right points. You know what the checklist is on every single transaction. And the backend logic is always trying to push the transaction a little bit further along in case I myself fall behind. So it's pushing influencer, it's pushing the brand. So the management of the entire relationship is kind of automated once you get things going. The biggest pieces that you have that are difficult to automate are nailing what the pitch is and then nailing what your response to the outcome is. So I know we're going to get into it at later end of the future talking about measuring, but those are the two big pieces you absolutely have to nail. Figure out who you're even going to target first and give them the right pitch. And then after everything's said and done, figuring out whether or not you were correct. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to point out that your relationship and managing your influencers doesn't start after they've accepted your pitch. It really does start before. It starts with the pitch, how you're saying it, the tone that you're using, and the expectations you're setting up front. And then once people are clear on exactly what you're hoping to accomplish, it becomes a question of monitoring, following up, making sure that they're delivering Joe, I'm sure that there's some tools here that are about monitoring and delivering value. It seems like it's a hard thing to figure out whether somebody has 
written. I guess you can use your link trackers, but if you're using social media, not the easiest thing to do whether to tell whether somebody has yeah. tweeted or twitted or TikToked or whatever they've done. Yeah. So I mean, we're basically scraping, right? So we ask them to provide the URL of a post. And that's how most systems end up working. Mm-hmm. So we'll ask you to provide a link to the review. And then it's up to uh, usually a human to make sure that the tone is right. You could try to play with some sentiment analysis. That could be off though. It's almost better to have human eyes where you can rely upon the scripting to see is the link live? Does it actually look right? Did the link exist within Twitter to the right place? Did it exist in the blog to the right place? That's easy. Was it marked as no follow, sponsored, nothing at all? I mean, if you're tracking that sort of stuff, that's not hard to do. But when it comes to the actual content, you kind of have to look at it. I mean, you have to see, like, you could do, like, did they have bad words? If that is something against what you're doing. You know, if you have stop words for the F word, fine. Okay, that's not that hard to do. But to actually get the tone of, did they do a review? Or did they just do some Markov text in the link? You have to look. So there is some manual work that goes into evaluating your influencer relationships. Help me balance that with you know the other options in terms of link building, whether you're going to a guest post or whether you're buying your links. Mm. Easier, harder, the same. I guess like on like a guest post, if you're providing the content, it would be the same. It may be a little easier for a guest post, so long as they didn't make major modifications. Asking for them to write about you is the exact same as influencer marketing, really. Buying a link, I get a little bit more nervous just uh, going out and buying links because anyone that's willing to sell me a link might be willing to sell someone else a link. So I'm looking a lot closer at domain metrics and page level metrics. I'm looking more about their history. I, I know it sounds stupid, like given my background, but I don't care nearly as much about how powerful a domain is these days when I'm trying to work with specific influencers because I'm going so close on categorical fit that it doesn't really enter my equation. It might be easier to go and purchase a link somewhere, but I think it's harder long-term because I have to verify, is that still passing juice a year from now? Or is it already torched? Joe, what are some of the common problems people run into when they are starting to work with influencers to boost their SEO performance? Responsiveness. That's the biggest issue that our own platform had in the early days where... You might pitch and then you forget to come back three days later. Well, you got the influencer hot and bothered the day one, but then when you didn't answer their questions, they just kind of fell off the map. So staying engaged as a brand is hard. But at the same time, having the influencer stay engaged the entire process is also difficult. So that's why we have little nags. I think a lot of platforms are starting to do that too. So that's one of the hidden costs of relationships with influence marketing is keeping it going. You can't just do something and expect to pick things up exactly where they were five weeks from now. You have to kind of keep the fire stoked. There is such a thing as momentum when you're pitching and it goes you know, with your sales process, also with your influencers. Then that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Joe Sinkwitz, co-founder and CEO of IntelliFluence. Tune back in tomorrow to hear more of my conversation when Joe and I talk about measuring influencers' impact on SEO. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Joe, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Cygnus SEO, C-Y-G-N-U-S S-E-O. 
Or you could visit his company's website, which is intellifluence.com. I-N-T-E-L-L-I-F-L-U-E-N-C-E.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out over social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 